Today, the talented Jane Lynch is here to play along as we find out who is the weakest link. Plus, the woman behind the hit show Unprisoned, relationship expert Tracy McMillan. And Taylor Swift and her longtime boyfriend call it quits. We've got the details on the end of an era. It's, okay. it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. So it is Monday, it is April the 10th. So happy that you're here. Hope you had a nice, beautiful Easter weekend. Enjoyed yourself. How was yours? Oh, it was good. How was did yours? You, did you spend time with fam? Yes, I was with Henry's mom. Mm. We were with some friends, too, in Virginia. Nice. It was beautiful and Gorgeous. springy. Oh, spark. Oh, we dyed some you eggs. dyed your eggs. A few of those say, I love mom on them. Oh, for you. So, yeah, oh. I, I've still got it. <laughs> Oh, my God, I can't. And that little Missy turns 10 years old this week. Wait, are you serious? And I have almost 10-year-old. Can you believe it? Double digits. She just wants dumplings from Trader oh. Joe's. So <laughs> we're really doing right. Oh, have you ever had the dumplings no, are from they Trader so Joe's? Yummy? Are they yummy? Aren't they, are they so yummy? good? Oh, my God. You have to get the dumplings. You told I'm me about the tilapia. Which Wait, the crunchy <laughs> fish, the crunchy tilapia at Trader Joe's is to die for. You air fry it for 15 minutes, and when you cut into it, it's like... It's fro you buy it frozen, Frozen. Right? Like a fish stick. Crunchy, but real, but a piece of fish. I know. Like okay, not I'm looking forward to that. There's okay. also the chocolates. Yes. Did you see the chocolate bananas, which I know you make yes. yourself? Yes, But you can yes. also buy them buy frozen. Them, buy the... I, the aisles are all so good. Um, okay, how was your Easter It weekend? was great. We, we had the, the egg hunt. We did all the things. The kids loved it. But let me tell you what preceded Easter, which was Saturday. We went, we got in our car from here, which is in Manhattan. Yes. 30 minutes to New Jersey. Okay. And in New Jersey, they have this place called the American Dream Mall. Pause. <laughs> we pull into the parking lot, and all of a sudden, I see a train of people carrying skis and snowboards because they're walking into the mall because into there's the a, ski, a ski slope inside. Wait, inside the mall, there's a ski slope. You can rent skis or you can bring your own. Look what I'm talking about Wait, Is that here. you? No. <laughs> but look what I'm talking about. Okay. Then, hold on. So that it's like, is inside wait, a building? Inside the mall. Then, as you continue to walk through, we got tickets for the roller coasters. Wait. Not like, ooh, look at the roller coaster. <laughs> the roller coasters at the American Dream. Look at this. Wait. Legit. Indoors? It's a legit whole amusement park inside. Look at this. Ew, that looks yeah. terrible. That's fun. It's all, by the way, all the, the ride goes up like goes that. Upside. Did you do that? I didn't do that one, okay. but I did. But the roller coasters are legit scary. They have an aquarium. They have a house of mirrors. They have a Ferris wheel. And they have Zara and all the stores. Like, it's a mall. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. Can you go to Claire's and get your ears yes. pierced? Yes, you can get your ears pierced. You can buy your kids clothes. But it's, I didn't, you know what? Sometimes you need one stop. Yeah. They have a whole water park in there. Up in there. Did you go? No, we didn't. Because How we were, long were you at that we American left, Dream Mall? Look, look at the water park. It's a whole thing in the mall. 
they they just resurrected this mall that was so like I think malls right. are, you know people aren't going to malls anymore so they were like hey I know let's build a whole amusement park inside, inside it. the mall wait is that the craziest and were there thing? tons of people yes we got there at ten it wasn't that packed but you know how when you walk into a new mall it's all sparkly yeah that's the feeling it's like whoa what what. It's awesome. You did? And did you go to the ski We slope? didn't. No, we did not. You just saw it. We saw it. We went to the aquarium. Yeah. There's a whole aquarium in yes. there. We did the House of Mirrors. We did the roller coasters. We had a delicious lunch. It was really fun. Oh so if you God. want something to do, it's in New Jersey, right next to MetLife Stadium. It's right next to the sports stadium. I don't, I actually. You have a whole day out there. I can't believe you did that. Yeah. We left at 9.30, got home at like 3.30 or 4.00. What? All day, yeah. You were at the mall for the entire <laughs> yeah, yeah. day? You can't, there's, you, we still couldn't do half the stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay, talk to talk about our Swifties. All right, well, the Swifties are sad, sad, you know, because there was some breaking news over the weekend. She, obviously, Taylor Swift is on her sold-out Eras concert tour, which has been going great. Yeah, oh, you can't get a ticket. You can't get a ticket. No, because everyone wants to go. But unfortunately, over the weekend, there were news broke that Taylor and her boyfriend, Joe Alwyn, have called it quits. Oh, they they were dating for a long time. Six years? Six years. Mm -hmm. And I think they, I mean, I don't think, they wrote music together. He wrote that song, Exile, that we love. I know. that. See, that the fact that they could write beautiful, sad songs together was pretty amazing. I know. I wonder if they're listening to Exile now. So remember that song, It's a Breakup. I love that song with Bon Iver. Bonnie Vare, yeah. You know which one I'm talking about? Yes, that's about? a great one. I'm leaving one. out the side door. I love that song. They wrote that. Anyway, I know. Aww. So they worked together, and they also dated for a really long time. Okay, and they, you know, all the Swifties are always looking for clues, like little Easter eggs that she's laying, Swifties. like what happened when and what, and she, they claim that on one of her last uh, concerts, she changed up the first song on her list to a breakup song. Mm. Called the, the one. one. We love that song. We love that whole album. Remember when that pandemic. we listened to like that album over and over again? <laughs> that was again? definitely pandemic. And then when the year came, when 2020 wrapped, and we had like the top seven songs all were all Taylor Swift. God, that was like we, we were all shut in and listening to yeah. that. Oh, it's so well, sad. it's hard to know when the right time is to, you know, break off a relationship. Yeah, because I think, I think sometimes when you're breaking off a relationship. There are different ways to do to, it. We've all been broken up with and been the one doing the breaking. But yeah. it's like you have to, having a conversation that is hard is a super hard thing to do. Because yeah. sometimes, like anything, it's easier. I'll just put it off. I'll just wait. Da da da. And then you start resenting anyway. So yes. sometimes it's better just to well, have the difficult like, conversation. When? How can you be honest with yourself, but also combat change? Yes. Because change for a lot of people is very tricky. Because um, you're, you're right. You're like, well, let's just kind of leave this cool. how it it's is. It's okay. Right. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. But I think when you decide to have that conversation, it takes all the courage in the world. It's like your heart is thumping. If you've yeah. ever, no matter what the difficult yes, conversation totally. is, you feel like you're going to, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't swallow. I've got to have this conversation. And you finally do it. It does make you feel a little braver it's, that you had the courage. And that you, but by the way, if you don't, it just hangs over you. So you're it's nervous you. and you feel kind of sick in your stomach. Yes. And then once you've released it. Yes. I think stuffing it down, although it seems like the easier route, is the worst route. We shouldn't stuff anything no, down. No, we don't. We have to stuff things out. out. Stuff it out. <laughs> Can you stuff it out? No, you, can. no, you can't. Um, okay, well, anyway. Coming up, the weakest link is back, which means one other thing. 
Jane Lynch is in the house. Oh, we're catching up with her. Maybe we'll play a little too. Oh yeah, right after this. Okay. <laughs> All right, there's not much Jane Lynch cannot do, okay? You guys remember, she stole our hearts as the lovable villain Sue Sylvester in Glee for six seasons. Yeah, and since then, she's racked up a Golden Globe and a few Emmy Awards, and she's starred on Broadway. So we can for certain say that Jane Lynch is not the weakest link, but she's back to host season three. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jane. Hi, Hello. Hello. We love when you come to visit I us. I love visiting the we, two of you. We want to talk about the weakest link and yes. all that stuff, but I often, I, I love kind of origin stories, how it began for you, and why? how your career catapulted because of one decision right. you made a long time ago that just changed the trajectory of your life. Right. I did a commercial for uh, Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Now, this was at a time when, you know, I didn't say no to anything. Yeah. So you show up for a commercial audition, and then I got a call back, and it's Christopher Guest, who was wow. the director I found out at the callback. So that kind of, you know, that from all, you know, that all so good things. Yes, and he called you for what, Best in Show? Best in Show. And I ran into him at a restaurant. He didn't yeah. even call me. He hadn't even thought of me. And I was like, oh, hi, nice to see you. And he said, come to my office, young lady. So, and yeah. when you went there, he was like, we have a, a movie. Yeah, it was like, he was like telling, you? basically telling me I had it and I couldn't process it. <laughs> And um, like, I wait. And I said, okay, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I, I told him how I would do it and why, why he. Sh- I was kind of selling myself to him. <laughs> he's like, and he doesn't to. like to be sold to. He's, he's not one of those guys. And so he was just kind of nodded his head. And then I walked out and I went, I, I think I just got it. So, are you like a girl with a plan? Were you like, I'm going to do a commercial and then I'm going to do a movie? No, and I had then no I'm gonna- plan. And I think that that's a good thing these days because I didn't say no to anything. Yeah. I just wanted to be invited to the party, if you yeah. will. I just wanted to. I wanted to act whether it was on stage, in front of the camera. You know, I did. I did everything. I just loved it so much. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing is you've been so open. Yeah. You know, to possibilities. Yes. One. So then you got to work with Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. Who we have seen have this <laughs> yeah. moment. Yeah. And the last couple of years that she maybe didn't have before. Right. You said something really beautiful yeah. about her. You said the world was just waiting to catch up with her. Yeah. She's one of those. Yeah. She's a, you know, you, you, you meet her and you, uh, well, I had seen her earlier on stage at Groundlings and I was like, oh my God, she's just so unique and so weird and so her, <laughs> so her own self. There's nobody she, she's like. And sometimes it takes people a while to, to cotton to that. So she she didn't necessarily become a star right away. She didn't, like, you know, shoot to fame, and now she has. Yeah. What do you think about people like her or Cheryl Lee Ralph yeah. or all yeah, these right. women who are, like, stepping into their moment at yeah. this moment in their lives? Well, I think it's just kind of uh, a destiny has come together, yeah. too. This perhaps couldn't happen five minutes earlier. It just, it, it's just, it's possible now, and we're open to it now. And I think with Jennifer, the fact that, you know, she has so much talent and she is so unique unique and she's unstoppable that, you know, she stuck around no matter what. And it it wasn't like she wasn't working, but she wasn't like, you look at her and go, why isn't that person a huge star? Mm -hmm. And, and now she is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun to see that happen to your friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, Okay. We have to talk about the weakest link. Yes. You are so ki- We know you. Yes. You played evil characters on but TV. But you're nice. But you're kind. <laughs> yes. And loving. <laughs> oh, God bless you. Thank you. Is it yes. hard to be kind of- Mean? Cranky. Do you know what? It, it, Grumpy. It, 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 it was easy to be mean as Sue Sylvester because I was playing a character. Yeah, right. And I knew her goodness inside. 
But every once in a while, it can get hard. Yeah. Everyone, I got a wonderful producer, Stuart Krasnow, who's in my ear, and he is the snarkiest guy in the world. And he'll say, say blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> you come down here and say it to that beautiful person that I'm looking at right now. So there's certainly a line. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to be mean. No. But everybody shows up knowing what the drill is. Yeah. They know what the game is. Yeah. To, yeah. And they're kind of waiting for the, the insult. <laughs> yeah, so that. you have to give them what they want. I got to give them give the people what they, what they want. want. All right, Jane's going to stick around. She's going to host a game of The Weakest Link for us coming up. Okay, we're going to take some Plaza contestants and see who's forced to say goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> right. Did we say that right? No. Goodbye. Right. Goodbye. 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 Coming up tomorrow, we're catching up with the lovely and talented Jennifer Gardner. Plus, entrepreneur Emma Greed shares her secrets to success. And it's time for our Tuesday Outfit Reveal. It's all Tuesday on Hoda and Jenna. This time has come to see who among us is the The weakest weakest link. link. Okay, the beloved game show first premiered on NBC over 20 years ago based on the hit format BBC Studios brought to the world. Okay, in honor of season three, the premiere tomorrow, we're going to play a mini version with two of our fun Plaza friends. We have Eugenia Vance. She's from Dallas, Texas. Marlo Bungham. She's from Masson, Minnesota. And, and by the way, their family members are here. here. Mom Doris and son Gabe in the house, too. <laughs> We're excited. Okay, and here to host is the one and only Jane Lynch. Come on, Jane. Jane All right, let's kids. Go. This is how it's going to work. I will ask questions one at a time, left to right. Normally uh, on the show, we would bank money, but I'm not feeling too confident <laughs> with these two. Huh? Us? Is so that let's, us? Let's put one minute, 30 seconds on the clock, oh. and we'll start with Hoda. It's time to play uh, The Weakest okay. Link. Oh. All right. Hoda. Yes, what are we doing? What fluffy Whip. confection no with whipped eggs whites oh. would you find? What? And three okay. musketeer oh, bars. No words. Oh, just say it. Yeah. Uh, in a, oh, oh, uh, uh, meringue. Nope. Uh, nougat. All right, Jenna. <laughs> Okay. A popular nursery rhyme begins with it's raining, it's pouring, the old man is hot. Snoring. Correct. Uh, Eugenia, is- what restaurant chain suspended its finger-licking good tag line in 2020? Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, yeah, that one right. All right, Marlo. In what rom-com does Julia Roberts tell Hugh Grant she's just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her? Oh. Oh. Marlo, come on. It's okay. <laughs> Got pretty woman. Nope, that is Notting Hill. All right, Hoda, we're back to you. Savannah Savannah Guthrie or Savannah, Georgia? Which is covered in Spanish moss? Uh, Savannah, (laughs) Georgia. You got that right. That was a safe answer. What? Okay, uh, Jenna, what punk pop band released the Grammy-winning album American Idiot? Oh, Green Day. You got that right. Okay, Eugenia, if I'm six feet tall and my co-star is five foot seven, how many inches taller am I? Two. Five. <laughs> All right, Marlo, sit on it or blow on it? How do you get the noise out of a whoopee cushion? Oh, the noise out of a whoopee cushion? Yeah, yes. sit on it. Yeah. Correct. Okay. All right, Hodo, this is for you. Before Curb Your Enthusiasm, Larry David co-created what other sitcom that turned out pretty, pretty good? Seinfeld. You got that right. All right, Jenna, this is for you. On what reality show do contest? All right, this is the part in the show when we usually vote off the weakest link. (laughs) But I think it's pretty crystal clear what the weakest link is. In fact, there are two of them, and they're Hoda and Jenna. (laughs) What? So it's time for you two. Okay, we'll leave. leave. Go back to your day jobs. All right. Okay. Eugenia and Marlo. 
Yes, we don't know why the whiteboards are there. No, those whiteboards are there just in case we have a tiebreaker. Okay, 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 okay. okay. okay we do know why they're there. All right, so. Now, this is the part of the show where we're going to do the final round. We'll be doing it with Eugenia okay. and Marlo. Now, it's time for you to, I will alternate <laughs> asking questions to each of you. You each get three questions. Mm. Whoever gets the most of theirs right will win. So let's play. All right. I have a week of All right, Eugenia. In the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. Rami Malek played what legendary lead singer of Queen? Ooh, not up on your Ooh, queen. no, I That's am not okay. up on Queen, but I love the movie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, nope, we're not nope. skipping. You oh, either have no, it or you don't. It. And if it takes, don't oh, linger. Yes. Do you not know? Do no. you want to just say something? Make up, make up a singer's name. Just say something. It's not Bruno Mars, but yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie Mercury. All right, Marlo. Your question. Atlantic City was the model for what board game first sold by Parker Brothers over eight decades ago? You would wait until I finish (laughs) before you answer. You get the point. All right. Back to you, Eugenia. The pressure's on. Come on. What nun from Calcutta was canonized by Pope Francis in 2016? Calcutta, India. She helped the poor. Oh, Mother Teresa. Yes. Yes. There you that go. is Girl. correct. And yes, a little assist from Jane Lynch. <laughs> All right, my friend Marlo. Beyond the Wand is a memoir by Tom Felton, who played the blonde villain in what movie franchise? Beyond Green Potter? The Wand. That is correct. Oh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Eugenia, yes. what acrobatic troupe with shows in Vegas made Canadian Guy La... La Liberté, a billionaire. Acrobat? Oh. Oh. Yes, Yes. that is right. All right, our final question. It's tied. Marlo, are we telling you? You got to break this tie. Good luck. Before he was shipwrecked off the coast of North Carolina, what legendary pirate captained the Queen Anne's Revenge? Good luck. Blackbeard? Oh, my God. broken. Uh, you, broke you are the winner. <laughs> you are the winner. Congratulations, Marlo. Mar- Marlo, you are the strongest link, and you're going home with a $500 Visa gift card. Yes. Unfortunately, Eugenia, you are the weakest link, but before we say goodbye to you, oh, you'll be getting swag. some Hoda and Jenna swag. With swag. <laughs> which Thank has a street value guys. of 75 <laughs> And don't miss the season three of the premiere of The Weakest Link tomorrow at 10, 9 central, right here on NBC. Come on, Jen! Congratulations, y'all. Thank you guys so much for playing with us. That was fun. Coming up, the good times keep rolling. The hilarious and talented John Leguizamo has a very personal new project. He's going to talk to us all about it right after this. Nice job, y'all. Yeah, guys. Jane, you sure can do All right. He is an Emmy and Tony Award winner and a lifelong New Yorker. We're talking about John Leguizamo. Yeah, and if you have kids, you also have John to thank for the voices of Bruno and Encanto and Ice Age's Sid the Sloth. Now, John's got two new shows out. He stars alongside Tony Collette in The Power and... 
He's got a new series called Leguizamo Does America, where he travels across the country and he celebrates Hispanic culture in six different destinations. First up, New York City. Welcome, John. Wow, you you really read the encyclopedia to get the, to get the. Well, I, I had volumes. I had volumes. A, I got to A to, to B. <laughs> to B. <laughs> yeah, and I got my bicycle. B to C to get my little piano that I wanted. Yeah. Oh my Your parents, gosh! Wow. How were you raised? How would you describe the way you, you were brought up? Uh, you know, my parents were like Tiger yeah. Latin parents, immigrant yeah. parents, and they wanted me to overachieve. Yeah. You know, because they they had worked so hard. Yeah. And then I told them I was going to be an actor. Like, what are you going to do? Ruin everything we worked on? <laughs> what did they want for you? You. They wanted me to become like a doctor, like, you know, typical, yeah. Yeah. but I was, that's not happening. <laughs> that's not my, that's not my calling. <laughs> this is such a cool project. What was it like particularly to go back to yeah. the neighborhood that raised you, the place that probably mm-hmm. you feel, you know, at home? Yeah, no, it's wild to go back. Cause I mean, I'm glad I, I left that neighborhood <laughs> and I, and I've made it. It shows me how far wow. I've come, you know, but it, it definitely forged me. Made me the, the man I am today, for sure. So much of this docuseries is amazing. It, it, well, there's a lot of food and a lot of music. Yeah. And in front of us, by the oh, way, yeah. we oh, have these special bodega ch- uh, chops cheese sandwiches. This one's from Cozy Deli in Jackson Heights in is Queens. Is this one of your favorites? This is where you grew This was up. invented by a ja- uh, Dominican guy in yeah. Spanish Harlem. Okay. It's like our version of the Philly cheesesteak. Okay. okay. And it's amazing. You Wait, think, what's oh, going uh, on in here? Oh, my oh, gosh. This looks- chopped burger. Yeah. Chopped onions. Yeah. Mayonnaise, tomato. Oh my God! Wait, cheese. What? It's cheese warm. all over it. Pickles, and it's and- all chopped together and grilled. It's amazing. Oh my gosh! Is it crazy? Mm. Wait, mm. Katie, did Katie do something to it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> does this not taste like it always does? It does. It's amazing. It does. Katie, you <laughs> But Katie made mine extra hot. I think. Is mm. it crazy? Oh my God. <laughs> Because I dissed her coffee in her pastelas before. Okay, this is so yummy. But the mm, food and the, did it. the food, John, and the music mm-hmm. is a real part of the culture. I think it makes everyone want to lean in yeah. and be part of it. I, that's what I tried to do. I wanted to... Sorry. Talk <laughs> no, about... Do you need water? <laughs> I do, but it's okay. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Latin excellence and talk to artists and painters, politicians, people who are achieving in America and succeeding... And at the same time, have a good time, yeah. celebrate our, our food. Because Latin people create all these little rituals for community because we love community. We love, yeah. we love communing. Yeah. So we got our dance. We got our parties, our salsas, our quinceaneras. We got our, our cafecito that has to be just right, right. All those little rituals. You know, yeah, one of the, when you think of Latin excellence, yeah. you think of Lin-Manuel Miranda, oh, of course. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. He wrote Bruno just for you. Thinking of you. I mean, how lucky am I? That is, I mean, Bruno is incredible. one of the uh, what's your, incredible. Yeah, and what's your relationship like yeah. with him? Oh, he's, he's a lovely dude, man. I mean, he, he felt like I inspired him when I did my one-man shows. That yeah. I showed him that a Latin man could reach excellence in writing and in theater and stage. And look what he did. Creates yeah. one of the masterpieces of our time. One of the biggest hits on Broadway history. That's amazing. Yeah. How do you try to, because st- people have stereotypes of everybody and everything. Right. One of the goals I know of this is to sort of just show so people yes. want to lean in. How do you cross that bridge? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I mean, part of the show was to dismantle those, those yeah. stereotypes of Latinx to uh, uh, show them what we really are. You know, all across yeah. America, we're the largest ethnic group, the oldest ethnic group in America. And we, we add $2.8 trillion to the U.S. GDP. Wow. If, our, if you were our own country, be the fifth largest country, bigger than England, bigger than Italy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just need 
you know, we need representation with the least represented minority in America mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of imbalance. Mm-hmm. You know, we're overrepresented in the in, in the terrible jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we need representation in the good jobs, mm-hmm. in the corporate offices, in, 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 in New York Times. Yeah. They should have a lot more Latin names, mm-hmm. especially in a, in a city that's yeah. predominantly Latin. Mm-hmm. How cool is it for you to get to use your mm-hmm. power for good? Yeah. And speaking of, oh. I read the book, The Power. Mm-hmm. Yes, The Power. Wow. 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 Are you like, you, I know you can't say too much, yeah. but tell Tell us a little <laughs> yes. bit about this show. I, I love this show. I mean, it's incredible. It's it, it, it's a, a speculative fiction, yeah. so it's based on on a real kind of uh, scientific facts that they, they put together. So young women, when they reach puberty, they grow a new organ to protect themselves mm. because of evolution and, yeah. and the difficulty women have had through history. But this organ creates an uh, electric charge like mm. a eel does, yeah. like a eel has. And then, and they can use it for good or for bad, mm. and they start being rounded up because men are afraid of them, and and Oof. they and then they escape and they take over the planet. It it's amazing. It's a better so planet cool. for wow. the most part. For the most part, because <laughs> <laughs> power does corrupt everybody. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh my we'll gosh. Two great, great projects. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Again, and thank should, you for should, this. This is so good. That's so good. I'm gonna have another bite. Of yeah. course. Yes. I won't be able to talk, but you know. There you go. All right. <laughs> we should point out that your cool project is produced by NBC Studios. Mm-hmm. Leguizamo does America. It premieres this Sunday, 10 mm-hmm. p.m. Eastern on MS, and then it's, scream, it's streaming on Peacock the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys. So good, isn't this right? Ridiculous. It's straight from your bodega. Oh my, delicious. Okay. It's I'm so gonna good. eat yours too. <laughs> you yours, can have the one. you can have the one that hasn't been eaten. Okay, she's the woman behind the new Carrie Washington show, Unprison. Relationship expert and best-selling author Tracy, Tracy. McMillan. Yeah. Right after this, Tracy. Woo. How good so is that? relationship expert Tracy McMillan's got a life story so compelling it was literally made for TV and she inspired the new series Unprisoned. It's starring Carrie Washington. Carrie plays a single mom who finds herself helping her father readjust to life after being incarcerated. But way before her her story hit the big screen, her TED talk on the person you really need to marry went viral. Let's watch a little. I've been married three times. (laughs) Yep, three and divorced. And what that's supposed to mean is that I am a total failure at relationships. And that is one way to look at it, but not the only way. Because what I think really happened is that I kept marrying the wrong person. Now, it's not that I didn't, you know, it's not that I chose bad guys. My first two husbands were amazing men who are now married to wonderful women who aren't me. And my third husband, well, we're friends on Facebook now. (laughs) Your your signature humor. It's so good to see you, Tracy. Thank you. I mean, you're laughing and you're entertaining everybody and you're making us all feel good. But that all comes from a place many, many, many years ago where you had a very traumatic upbringing. You were bounced back and forth to foster care. Your dad was imprisoned. We look at this successful woman sitting in this chair and we think, how? Yeah. Like, how, how does one person make that that trek. You know, I don't think one person does. I will say I had a foster family that you see in the show, depicted in the show, Lutheran minister, his wife, their five kids. I lived with them for four and a half years, and I will I give them credit for saving my life in many respects because they showed me what a secure home was like, mm-hmm. what it felt like. And 
you know, it's like you you take a snapshot energetically of that. I carry that with me the rest of my mm. life. So even though all these other things happened, I have always had that as a reference point, and I'm actually still very close to that family today. It wow. shows you that people, every mm. day, ordinary, extraordinary people That's can right. save lives. The, this show, mm. which we got to speak to the actors about, mm-hmm. is all about redemption mm-hmm. yeah. and forgiveness. It really is. Which is sort of, and you, this was and your love. real life and, and love. Yes. Talk about about mm-hmm. forgiving mm-hmm. your dad, like yeah. what that really what, took. You know, it's true. What is that? And, you know, I think part of writing the show was about exploring that because my dad was in for 19 years, his most recent sentence. So I knew he was coming out and I was having to confront myself like, what is this going to be like? How are we going to have a relationship that's not on the phone? How am I going to introduce him to my son and mm. build a relationship there? Because I only have one dad. And, um, you know, it's like you don't want that opportunity to, to be lost yeah. because he made a million mistakes and because he was a very flawed person. You know, he's actually also a very good person inside. And part of the reason I wanted to write the show is like, I feel like people have an idea of what a career criminal mm-hmm. is or what a person who's been in prison is like. And then they would meet my dad and say, well, what a lovely man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know. Is forgiveness, sometimes people say, well, I forgave that person and it's over. Mm. But sometimes it feels like forgiveness happens daily, weekly, because oh, wow. you have to keep forgiving because yeah. it's, it's true because your, your thoughts and your emotions are still inside you that's right and you're evolving and I feel like over time you learn more you see more you have more experiences that sometimes allow you to have a level of forgiveness that maybe you you wouldn't have had five years ago yeah you know so it wasn't anything he's like when you when you forgave him mm-hmm. was it a moment or did you just say to yourself mm-hmm. I can't carry this anymore I want to say it's a series of actions oh. it's like a choice yeah. to look at the what is highest yeah. in him. Oh. As opposed to, you know, the the character flaws that uh-huh. led him yeah. down that road. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's a very complex topic, and I loved having the show to yeah, explore totally. all these mm-hmm. things. It's really about humanizing me, him, yeah. my kid, everybody in yeah. the story, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Um, one of the things that we love about you is, is, as we saw in the TED Talk, is that you've said, I've had failed relationships, yeah. oh, yet yeah. that does not devi- define who I am. No. Um, you're in love, though. I am. <laughs> um, you know, I met my boyfriend on a plane, mm-hmm. and now we've been in a relationship going on three years, and it's really been an incredible journey to uh, find someone worthy and to, you know, I want to say, what's different this time, right? You always have to ask yourself that when you have a history. I mean, we all have a history. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I wish I could say that I'm different. I'm not. I'm the same. But I take different actions. (laughs) I take the actions that that lead to secure relationship. Mm. And when you take those actions, you're not waiting for the other person to do it first. Yeah, totally. You're doing it consistently. Mm. You have a new experience and relationship. That is what I'm finding. You said his name. By the way, they always say you can tell if someone's in love because they keep saying his name. Really? Before we went on the air, you've oh, said yeah. his name like three times. Yeah. I'm like, she does. She <laughs> yes. Does. She's uh, in love. That's really funny. She's in love. Wow. Yeah. You no. know, but it takes more than being in love. Yeah. It really is. Those actions add up, you yeah. know? Because it's all about, there's so much relationship science now. You know? um, you're going to talk about that? Yeah. Because yes. we were like, she can't just come for one segment. Yeah. Yes. Tracy's going to stick around. Yeah, she's all got right. some great relationship advice coming up right after this. All right. Yes. So good. 
And we're back with best-selling author, relationship expert, and the host of Family or Finance, Tracy McMillan. Yeah, she's got some dating advice. We've been waiting for this, so let's get to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, the what about this question yeah. for somebody that is worried about settling? Yes. Settling, settling is, is such a, thing. a big thing. I think it's a—it's not what you should be worrying about. I really don't think so. Most of the time when people think about settling, they're like, okay, I want them to have this job or look this way or whatever. None of that. That is not going to impact your relationship mm-hmm. long term as long as the basics right. are there. A relationship is about choosing a primary attachment figure. And your primary attachment figure is going to determine, really, the studies are your health, wow. your over, your, the way your nervous system is regulated, mm-hmm. your overall. So first and foremost, you want to be looking at that primary attachment piece. Is this a person that I can get my needs, attachment mm-hmm. needs met? Not my needs for whatever my Instagram's going to look like. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I think that we just don't have that information that that's what we're choosing is an attachment figure. That's interesting. And you have to have all the basic shared values and yeah. all those yes. kinds of things. But sometimes when you start a relationship, you want to know these things and you don't want to waste time as they, as you go through True. things. But you want to get to the to the heart of it. How do you yeah. how did you do that? Well, you know, people always ask me like, how soon can I tell them what my, you know, yeah. what I want in Goal my life? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I think you can say it right away as long as you're not trying to get it from them. What the way I think you want to communicate that is, here's where I am in my life. Here's my vision for my life. And you just share your life project. This is what I see. And then if that, if they see something similar, then they can jump on yeah. board with you. You're not saying, and if I need this. way, you don't want them. Yeah, I was going to say, because if, if they are scared because it's too early, your thought yeah. is, oh, well. And it's okay. You're not trying to get it from them. I think you're trying to share your life and your vision for your life with somebody <laughs> rather than, I'm a blank slate, and I'm trying to get you to give me a picket fence, a baby, whatever it yeah. is, you know? Yeah, okay. So lastly, some folks spend a lot of time trying to decipher what the other person yeah. is thinking or mm-hmm. feeling. I feel like that— Yeah, what did that mean? Why, did why you would that? you say that? Why would you do mm-hmm. that? What, what's your advice just mm-hmm. generally? Well, you know, I would say this. I, I wrote this into Unprisoned, by the way, where um, Edwin, the dad, says to Paige, he's like, you know, there's only three or two answers in a relationship. Yes, no, and maybe. And she said, that's three answers. And he's like, maybe's a no. Maybe's a no. <laughs> maybe's a no. And I think no answer is an answer. Mm-hmm. Unclear. Somebody who's like, I'm not clear. That's an answer. Right. It's not like there's a real answer behind whatever somebody is saying. It's yeah. like, if they're not sure, that means they're not sure. And you need to know that. I think it's all about how honest can I be with myself about yeah. where I am I, and where we are? Yeah, I think sometimes, like, you know, people who date the same person over and over yeah. and over again, right. they keep going, it's not working, it's so weird, but right. that, they find that's their attraction. Right. How do you, like, step out of that? Right. Because if you're attracted to what you're attracted yeah. to. Right. Yeah. Yes, that's true. So sometimes I think when you start to see that you are attracted to, say, unavailable people. Yeah. There is a, a sneaky way that that means you're unavailable. Yeah, totally. Um, right. And so if I can come to terms with, hmm, is this a mirror that I'm looking right. into? If that's my unavailability, right. then I need to work on that. Right. Yeah. And when I work on that, honestly, the, I will cease to become attracted yeah. to yeah. unavailable people and they will not be attracted to me. Yeah. 
So you're always meeting your match out there. You have to sort of operate on that. And I feel like everything you've said to us in the commercial break, too, is about working on yourself, which I think is so right. It really is. It's working with yourself with another person who also wants to work on themselves. Totally. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Come back. Tracy, that wasn't enough. (laughs) And you guys, everybody watch Unprisoned. It's incredible. It's streaming right now on Hulu. Got to check it out. We'll be back right after this. We're so happy you started your week off with us. Yes, happy Monday. Okay, tomorrow we love her, actress and mom, Jennifer Gardner. Plus, the powerhouse entrepreneur featured on Shark Tank, Emma Greed. Bye, guys. See you later. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Bye.